guys and welcome to episode 8 of what the fuck is going on guys can you believe it's episode 8 of season 2 honestly what a miracle it is going by fast how we're doing it in quarantine i don't know Ah, Abby just said miracle, you know, give testimony, miracle, that sort of thing. No, it really is. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I think boredom and being at home has made people find side jobs because Black Twitter, Facebook, everything went crazy this week. I don't know what happened, but um, somebody went on Twitter and found old tweets from our favorite YouTubers and brought them to light. And some of those tweets were considered to be very offensive and my favorite one there is Nella Rose and she really got like the backlash from black twitter mainly so yeah have you guys seen all this drama happening on twitter and what are your thoughts um yeah as anyone knows I love twitter like it's one of my favorite apps to be let me tell you why because number one twitter is not like instagram and facebook that when you're online it likes to shut to the old watch she's online she's online she's online yeah 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 you know what i mean <laughs> i can be on twitter nobody would know i'm online i'm just looking i'm scrolling it's so sweet but yeah apart from that I just think Twitter has the most banter and it just has like, you know, you learn some stuff off Twitter and you also laugh as well. But my Twitter people, I've been very disappointed in you. Since this quarantine started, I've been really disappointed because Twitter is just because Twitter's just been come like a hate fest. Like people are just so nasty on Twitter these days. Maybe because we're in quarantine and everything. Everyone has an agenda. Everyone is in their feelings. It's absolutely insane. But yeah, I saw everything that went down um this past week and I was just quite shocked. You wake up in the morning and they've cancelled about 20 people that I like. I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why <is> he- <laughs> Where do we go from here? Honestly, and I just kind of think that the person who's doing it must have some sort of, you know, deeper issue or deeper agenda against these people. Because why? What is there? Why are you suddenly hating for? Why have you decided that, you know what, today's the day I'm going to sit at home and I'm going to scroll for how long does it even take to dig through tweets that old? Please help me ask them. Like, I really want to know. I can tell you, Brave. Thank you. (laughs) How do you know? The first thing you need to do is get tweet deck. And then when you get tweet deck, you pull up someone's profile and then, you know, in the little search button, you can type in whatever. Let's say you want to type in big butt and my name. If you type that in, it brings up all my tweets that I've mentioned big butt. Oh. And I, if you just type in, you go to tweet deck, put my profile and just type in whatever, like be, every time I mention Beyonce, it will come up. Every time I, you want me to, you want to see how many times I mention, mention food. Every time I mentioned the word food, okay. it'll come Okay, so this person must have t- t- done and typed in black girls or yeah. dark skin girls. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that the person really had the time because, listen, big, big Madeline, we have not found that. How many years is this? Every year we're doing an anniversary of not finding Madeline. <laughs> Use, <laughs> your <Layla! skills. laughs> Use your skills. Listen, I'm tired. Use your skills. We are donating money. Maybe we should be donating to this person. And remember when this person donated <laughs> one million pounds? Donate to this person that found all this colorism tweet. He will find it. Not even donate one million. Five hundred pounds. He'll find it. Because for fuck's sake. You are so bad. You're going to know Because the person really thought about, okay, what topic do I want to expose people for? Mm. She could have supposed if it was homophobia, she could have just done um put in like homophobia thing. But she really said the colorism is the one I want to do today. So she went on everyone's profile and found those tweets. 
and it's absolutely insane that someone has the time. Do you know that she also made a PowerPoint presentation on it? What? It wasn't, I have it saved. So there's a little like video collage where you could see all the tweets, the horrible tweets that these people have tweeted. Yeah. And yeah. So in case no one missed it, so she puts it all in one together. Oh, thank or you. Or she. I don't know who did They're it. They're so but kind. Yeah, person really had the time, man. Really had the time. Indeed. So before we start, I think it's good to just define what colorism is. And according to um, the Oxford Dictionary, it is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. So this is the one thing that um, these YouTubers were accused of. They were accused of being colorist, if that's the word. So, yeah, have you guys had colorism thoughts or have you thought, I mean, some of the things that she tweeted, I'm not going to lie, I kind of felt like I would have said the same thing when I was 12. So have any of you felt that type of way? And, yeah, tell me a bit more about your childhood and what you would have tweeted. And if Nella was, you know, outrageous or is it typical for a black girl growing up in the West? That is a very typical thing for a black girl growing up in the fucking Western world. Like mm. no one, the majority, I'm, I'm saying 90% of people that are bashing Nella right now that are black, black women, just like us, brown skin and whatever, mm-hmm. have probably had the same thoughts and have said the same things out loud in primary school. It's just that the difference between what Nella done is that hers is on Twitter and now she's a famous person. So yeah. hers is, you know, shot up to the limelight. Whereas everybody, no one, this self-hate has not been it's not like a yesterday thing or something that is happening in secret it's happened across the western world like everybody knows what it was like growing up so i just feel like a lot of the attack that's happening is quite maybe it's like self um they're probably feeling self-hate for themselves and they still want to attack her for calling it out but at the end of the day come on give us some slack we know i know even being i'm not like the darkest of the shades but i know that there was definitely colorism growing up i i'm it's very clear even in my household i'm the darkest one in my house so do you know what i mean it's just it's to me i just think it's so outrageous so uncalled for the reaction that's happened and abby was it you being the the darkest one was that something that was frequently brought up at home and with family members oh yeah completely of course i was always the the blackest (laughs) the darkest one so i was always called you know oh like blackie just like I guess as banter, but that does do something to your confidence. You do feel a, cer- a certain type of way. And we spoke about it in, in our previous episode. Mm-hmm. That could lead to, you know, people bleaching their skin, doing all, all sorts of things. So it is, colorism is a very, you know, deep thing. But I just feel like the reaction and how people are judging her is so uncalled for. Yeah. What about you, Lola? Have you experienced any of the things that you saw in Nila tweet about or just colorism as a whole? <sighs> Listen, my middle name better be fucking colorism because <laughs> at, this point, at this actual point, I'm not, it's not even just me. Every black woman since the beginning of time has experienced some form of colorism. You know, at one point, being light skinned was what was popping. They had light skinned girls in music videos. You know, being light skinned was what everyone, that's what made you the it girl because your hair wasn't as thick, your skin was light. You know, you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I just feel like I totally I agree with ninety percent what Abby's saying, but there's a ten percent that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. I think at we have to hold people in some form of shape accountable to some extent. Yep. And I the same way we tell 
we're racist people that having a racist face because we find all these our favorites remember they did there was another they exposed some people like i don't know a, a year ago and it was all these um stars like camilla cabello you see her she had posted some racist tweets when she was the same age as nella mm-hmm. and people called her up on it being like it's it's you cannot have this you cannot have what we call a racist phase in your life like no like even at some age you have to have some cop on and be like this is not right you get what i mean Mm -hmm. so definitely should have should have should nella have tweeted that definitely no no way and i don't think we should allow her to have what we call a you know a colorism a colorist phase that'd be like oh yeah she because now she makes her money off black women so definitely i think an apology was needed the reaction is it a bit too much? Yes, it fucking is. But at the same time, she definitely needed, all those people needed to be called out for what they've said and what they've done. I agree. With you. I, agree I agree with you, Lola, completely. But my thing is, okay, dragging her, her dead mom, all of that is so uncalled for. That is the type of shit that will make people kill themselves. Like, I feel like there's no boundaries with the internet. You can say uh, your piece. Sister says, sorry, what else should we do now? Do you want her left? her left breast do you want her firstborn child like she's she made a whole video she never ever once said in that video that oh you know i'm sorry but i was young she said yes er- everything i said was wrong everything i did was wrong even the people she she even called out herself and said that the people that were defending her saying oh but you know you were young and stuff she even said no you guys don't support me because i i deserve the flack i got so then what else now yeah and i kind of feel like with the backlash we ended up missing the point in as much as, yes, she needs to be held accountable, blah, blah, blah. But I think it taps into um, something a lot of black women go, go through and nobody wants to talk about it. And I think it's self-hate. We need to look at ourselves as black women in the mirror and as a community and talk about this because a lot of women don't find themselves attractive. A lot of women, you know, this whole melanin popping black girls rock, that's a very recent phenomenon. The Lapitas are very recent. So mm-hmm. it's only now that dark skin girls are like, oh, okay, I'm pretty. Oh, I'm willing to rock my Afro. I would never dare wear my Afro when I was 12. Are you mad? I literally couldn't. I begged my mom to wear a weave. I hate wearing braids because for me, I didn't think that was pretty. So I think the, the bigger issue, yes, in as much as her tweets are wrong, etc., it taps into something in our community as black women and maybe as black men, they self-hate. And how can we tackle that? definitely that is the the real teeth right there it honestly is i think like people should have sat down as well and be like oh my god for a 12 year old to be speaking because she's she's a black woman it's not like she's orange or blue you get what i so for a 12 year old to be tweeting about this like basically tweeting about herself like this it's terrible to be in that mentality and we need to understand like maybe okay my sister's generation that grew up in this black girl's rock face they have all the confidence but our generation we didn't grow up with that at all there wasn't no black girls rock i remember like even because of being growing up in ireland around white people <laughs> listen i was the darkest of the dark you get what i mean and even with you know white boys black boys they all say oh you're too dark you're too this but at that point that i didn't that affects you as a woman and affects you at that age you get what i mean mm-hmm. so i think people just needed to understand like even though she tweeted that she it's also reflects her mental state yeah. state at that age completely and just the fact tapping onto the point that um sam was saying about self-hate and how we view ourselves majority of the reason why a lot of young black girls have had that view is because 
we need validation from mm-hmm. other people. No matter, as much as everyone says, oh yeah, love yourself, love yourself, cool. We know that validation helps self-confidence, period. No one can tell me otherwise. All Indeed. these all these self-help books can tell you that you know you need to love within first before you can love without or whatever the fucking saying is. But we all know that <laughs> if people tell you you're beautiful, you will believe you're beautiful. If people tell you you're ugly, you're gonna believe you're ugly. That's yeah. it. So the, the very fact that we've grown up in a, you know, in a generation where young black girls weren't seen as, you know, beautiful and having your natural hair, like you said, wasn't seen, seen as nice. And it's only now that we're doing this melanin rocked, melanin popping. That, that's when, oh, it's like, it's almost like clout chasing. Like, okay, now it's acceptable. So let's all now do it. But the self, the self hate doesn't go away because we've grown up like that. Yeah. Yeah. So how, what do we do then? And honestly, just to add to that point, I feel like especially during this time of quarantine that people are meant to be uh, reflecting. Y'all people ain't reflecting shit. You have gotten so much worse. Like, I'm a person that I love Twitter so much and I've been on Twitter pre-quarantine and I can tell you that Twitter pre-quarantine was like a you know a nicer place to be like people have just been attacking everyone like we're saying no to bullying love yourself but no you guys are actually not practicing it all those people that are coming for Nella in the exact same if I just scroll down five of your tweets you're telling someone that their nose is big and they're ugly and they should die like honestly so why you're hypocrites you're all majority of your hypocrites yeah you're all calling her stuff like that let me just go down your twitter listen you just told someone that their mom that their mom's nose is very big <laughs> in five tweets down and then you're calling someone out make it make sense please make it make sense that's so true and my my other thing is the other thing that i find quite concerning is it's also another point of colorism so i've noticed that when these tweets come from black women who are of a lighter skin complexion so for example the famous Maya Jama tweets from a while ago and Steph London whatever her, how you say her name is it what is it Steph what Steph London yeah so they made similar tweets and for me I kind of felt like their careers flourished after they made these tweets whereas for Nella Rose as a dark skinned woman who's making these comments she should be cancelled why are we cancelling her? Because Nella let me tell you, Nella's. I mean, Jamai Jamai is gonna be on Strictly Come Dancing. Sorry, can I? Let me let me. I can give you the exact same answer because I have this issue. I'm so sorry, British black people. You guys are what I call bad belle. <laughs> if you don't know what bad belle is, means hate hers, hate hers. Listen, yes, we are. You guys have to understand. We are. We we're a very small community, and we should have each other's back. Unless you're fucking R. Kelly. You don't turn your back against your own. Fuck R. Kelly. You get what I mean? Unless she's fucking R. Kelly, like, you know, doing all that shit. You don't turn your back against your own. Yes, she has come out and she has apologized for these tweets. But why are you still attacking her? She's only, like, few YouTubers that is not white. That is actually, you know, for us. For us, she make Because all her jokes are all African jokes. She hangs out with all black people. Like, she is for the culture. She's about us. She's actually one of those people that, you know, writes for us. So why are you guys turning against her? Also, let me tell you why. It's it's Maya Gemma and Steph Uncle Stefan or whatever her fucking name is. She didn't even apologize. Maya at least apologized. Auntie Stefan Don did not say one fucking apology. Yeah. So why? Why are we forgiving them? And nobody cancelled them. Nobody got them taken off Twitter. Nobody got them off taken off Instagram. Nobody stopped security. Nobody stopped their bag. But for Nella, we should stop her making money. Like people know influencers. The only way they make money is by producing content. Yeah. So if we're now stopping her content, she needs to eat. Like, Ma- listen, you know that people are emailing all of the brands that she used to work with. Imagine. Saying that, oh, you should not be with somebody. You, ah, 
imagine if I was Nella, it would pay me. Like, my own people are going to message all these, you know, brands saying that they should not work with me anymore. But guys, can't you see that the fact that Nella Rose didn't get the same level of attack that was delivered to Maya Jamma. So Maya Jamma is her level of attack. I mean, we spoke about it for like a week or whatever and just yes. let, it, let it keep going. At the time, I saw she was like, she was um, breaking up with Stormzy. So we were feeling sorry for, about that and all this other shit. And just completely bypass that. But my thing is, it's definitely because of skin color. And that, of course, the, 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 the treatment that they have versus the treatment that Nella Rose has just perpetuates this whole debate. Like, the, the, the issue is going to always be there because dark-skinned women are the bottom of the barrel. We are the lower tier for yeah. every... No matter what, even, even dark-skinned men are above us. Can you just imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not in like a shady way or anything, but I'm sorry, Tion Wayne, Heady One, they all said it. Is anyone bashing them? Is anyone nope. fumbling there? Wait, Tion Wayne's song went to number one in the UK track. This week. Go. He did not even apologize. There so you go. Shows, look at it. But because remember, you know, with white women and every other woman that finds black men, you know, oh, attractive and oh, because they, they're hench and they've got all of these going for them. What have we got going for them? Who's, who's, raising us up no one that's why we're at the bottom of the barrel so no matter what even if if a black person a dark-skinned woman sorry does something and a light-skinned woman does something the dark-skinned woman is always going to get attacked even harder because apparently maybe we could take it more or maybe i just don't maybe it stems back to slavery where we were outside picking cotton and then the light-skinned ones were too soft so they had to stay in the house like what where where does this come from yeah that's so true it's absolutely ridiculous. And honestly, everyone that is stopping Nella's bag, you really need to look into yourself and say to yourself, look in the mirror and say, am I a hitter? I'm not, oh, I'm not a hitter. Because let me tell you something. Hitters don't go to heaven. That's point blank, period. Of course. You'll be in hell. And most of those people, they're not upset about colorism. They just want to hate and ruin her career. They're That's really it. not touched about the tweets because the tweets weren't even about you. They're not even, some of them didn't even read the tweets, but because they said, oh, I see everybody attacking Nella. Let me jump on a bandwagon and say everything I've been holding in. It's very, very sickening. I didn't know that people were contacting the brands and and yeah, they were they were really trying to ruin this girl's life, yo. <sighs> honestly, I was so disappointed in our community. I was like, how can we do that? Like, honestly, I just I can't like uh, I don't know maybe because maybe I'm too loyal. I I honestly don't get it. Like, if a you know a dark skinned woman I would did something and she apologized for it. If if it's not like rape or you're killed, like something like that, and she I would have let you know forgive and move on and not trying to ruin her life because she's just few of the black women that we actually have that's in the spotlight. So if Nella goes, who who do we have to never know that you too bad? Yeah, of level. Um, and can we also paint out like our whole prime minister? called women who wear burkas like post boxes for goodness sake and he still managed to get the whole country to vote for him to be a prime minister oh did if they we cancel can let culture, that slide they if we can boris forget johnson? that boris johnson is racist you're really gonna laugh about a tweet that nella made at 12 but they didn't do cancel culture for boris johnson or... no don't he wasn't cancelled they promoted him look at him now so bad it's so I just bad think black women are just harshly um, judged and treated compared to everybody else. I mean, I'm not con- I'm not encouraging her behavior. She was wrong, and she's admitted she's wrong. So I don't need to add on top of that say you're wrong. She's admitted she's Thank wrong. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? That's my it. thing. Like, but why is her treatment? Sorry. Why is her treatment just more harsh? For me, it really bothers me, especially when they're bringing up her mom. That broke my heart. Like for someone to, for an, you know, when an influencer deletes their social media, you know that's deep. Like she's deleted everything. Nah, and then this man that called um, black women gorillas, his song just went to number one. There you go. <laughs> just, 
clap for yourself, guys. Look what you've done. The job that Nella lost, a white woman would take it. That's true. Did I... And then it's still a lose for us in the grand scheme of everything. Yeah, in the grand scheme of everything. It's still fucking lose. And honestly, I'm telling you guys now, like, oh, I just feel like some people social media especially twitter they get so caught up in it they don't understand that there's life outside of it yes you're being very angry on twitter and all this kind of stuff you want your emotion but like there's you're affecting this girl's life there's a whole life like you have to understand that life does not start and end on twitter you need you need to like take a chill pill. People need to get off that app because that's the same way. Some people genuine genuine if you ask people um light tests who was genuinely angry they won't it's just clap faces they will fail the test let me tell you sister they will fail the test because they are just going with um anger culture being you know trying to follow the crowd all of them because they saw one person tweet oh i'm angry said me too i'm angry remember with caroline flat guys can we just this is very deep for me it it triggers me because we know what damage social media can do caroline flat took her own life because of social media and the way people were just bashing her constantly Oh, God forbid, Nella Rice, please don't do that one, please. Honestly. But I mean, like, people just need to understand that you are hurting people's feelings and emotions yeah. just beyond just the tweet. You're not even triggered about the tweet. But now you're really insulting this girl. I personally, I just thought, as a community, we should try to empower each other and learn from this. And and I feel like the lesson here is, as black women, we need to find a way of loving ourselves, accepting our darkness, and seeing that as our beauty. And I think that's the lesson that needs to be learned. And we need to teach future generations, our younger sisters, our kids, that you are dark and you are beautiful. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it, I mean, it, it, that is a very beautiful lesson. And I really do hope that we find a way of doing that. But it's so hard. Like, it's so mm-hmm. easier said than done. Especially when, remember what I showed you guys the other day? Like, in, um, so Ella May had posted, like, a picture of herself from back in the day and then showed, like, e- every year how she looked since then. The, the top comment, like, the top comment of Instagram on the yeah. Shade Borough was, dark skin girls are going to find um, a, a find a way to chat shit about this now. I'm thinking, huh? Yeah. How? Like, what? This... And that was coming from a black guy, I'm sure. Yeah, of course yeah. it did. Even you could you could tell by the writing. I'm not even gonna. Oh. I'm not even gonna throw some shade, some you know low low blows there. But do you know what I mean? I'm like, come on. It has nothing to do. With, you know, sis looks pretty. Great. Why? Why must you attack dark skin girls in the post? It has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with colorism. Sis was just showing her glow up from from when she was young to how she is now. Dark skin girls are busy swiping. Most of us definitely like the picture so what is the issue here why must we constantly get attacked and that's what i just don't see how unless if society changes their views i just don't see how we're gonna truly love ourselves let me let me give you the real fucking tea um there is a stereotype about how dark-skinned women are more aggressive are more are hateful i know they have this and i don't know where it comes from but i can tell you that it definitely reflects in our world as much as beyonce is queen and she's so amazing and everything but do you think colorism stopped kelly's bag oh definitely yes. oh yeah definitely when have we had except for megan the stallion when have we ever had a dark-skinned woman make it on top like, think about it. Someone who looks like Kelly be number one in music. No, no, no. Can you name one person? Except for Whitney Houston. May God rest her soul. No. <laughs> um, what about um? No, no, no. See, so we have to understand that 
you just being a dark-skinned woman, that's already an obstacle in life. So we can't be adding, us Black people, adding shit to that mm-hmm. already. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and this stereotype, I don't know where it comes from. It's really, really ridiculous that, oh, dark-skinned women, we're forever hating on light-skinned women. Please. Me and my sisters were different shades. My sister took my dad's complexion, so she's, you know, lighter. And, you know, you have to understand that women call in different shades. We're not going to hate on another woman because of her skin color. Are you mad? Why would I do that? And I feel like the people who mainly bring it up is actually um, black males. Yeah, Can we just point that out? Because when I grew up, all the black guys, like, I didn't get have a boyfriend until I, like, I went to uni, guys. I'm, I mean, it sounds sad, but, like, I didn't have a boyfriend until, like, 19... 1819 because all the black boys were just like oh hashtag team light skinned these are black men and their mothers are the same skin tone as them same skin tone as me but they were the ones hyping up and 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 um starting this hashtag battle because i don't recall the hashtag battle being started by females i don't recall no. females thing they say hashtag dark skin hashtag light skin i don't remember that these black guys are the ones who started this rubbish on social media let's talk about music how many times have you heard in the music light skin baddie yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> me too, I want to me and when I write Bad music I'll, say, I'll be like light skin guys baddie me too, I'll just say that's my preference if since we want to be doing nonsense together <laughs> no honestly, it is really black men I constantly anyone who listens to our podcast knows that I am forever calling out black men because Number one, you guys need to be better. And I know that you can be better, which is really frustrating. You just, I just feel like black men are not always socially aware of what is going on and what, you know, their, the impact their actions have. And it really, really, that's one of the things that drives me insane. Every time that you're with your black friends or white people and you, you know, make fun of a dark skinned mm-hmm. woman, you are only making matters worse for us. You're only putting us down. What is your obsession? Your mother is dark skinned. Most of you, your mother is a black woman. What do you hate your mother too? Mm-hmm. What is your obsession with dragging dark, um, dark skinned women down? What is it? I actually want to know. Please, if someone is listening, you have the answer. Please DM us because I really want to know. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And I feel like we've also gotten to a point where, like, the black beauty, how society has now, like, um, categorized it is you're either light-skinned or you're, like, super dark, you know, like, ducky Sudanese kind of dark. And that's what people consider to be beautiful. But, like, the three of us, we fall right in the middle. So what happens to the average, just, I'm just black, like, I'm not light-skinned, I'm not Sudanese dark, but, like, what happens to us? Like, are we not beautiful? See, that's up to society to have to tell us. Like, it's it's really fucked up. It's so fucked up. We're just, I don't know, just so, it's just so crazy how disrespected we are. As I'm, I hate to be like, oh, violin, da, 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 da. But you walk a mile in a black woman's shoe and you will see. Because it's the same black woman that, you know, that is there for the whites with the black. You know, black women are always fighting other people's battles. But nobody wants to fight ours. Yeah. Oh, it's, of course. Really, it's so painful. And then, then, then they moan. And, and if you ever dare try and announce or say that you have an issue or, you know, find things offensive, oh, you're the angry black woman. And that's even worse. You yeah. don't want to be seen as aggressive because aggressive isn't attractive, is it? Like, it just sucks, man. They already this sucks. Like, I just, I'm trying to find like a resolution or like a take home so that we can end on a light note. But this sucks, man. 
it really does it really really does and honestly i just think that i love the new wave of you know the younger generation i keep saying it because for my sister she was the first one to cut her hair she was the first one to say i want to have my afro i don't want to put Mm. chemicals in my hair anymore because you know they learned from us they looked at us and they saw like you know I'm thank I'm grateful to Lupita. I'm grateful to the other. See, after Lupita, I can't even count any other black girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful to Lupita. Oh, Lupita Nyong'o, thank you. Because you're the one who started this whole trend. And now look at it. Look at how one black woman made a change, a ripple change. And all of us now are loving our natural hair, our natural bodies and everything. But also, I feel but like as well, Afrobeats have done a lot for, especially growing up in South London. I remember when I was younger, if you weren't Jamaican, then listen, you're getting rushed because you're clearly a, a fresh off the boat African. Sorry, what does we don't understand slang? What's rush? You're getting beaten up. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, like you weren't cool. Like people, it, let me even guys, let me tell you a story. So when we were younger, obviously Penny is my older sister. She's two years older than me, so she was in um, two years above me. Blah blah. Then when she went to secondary school. I didn't know that she had told people that we were a quarter Cameroon or half Cameroon because she because if you were seen to be fully Nigerian, then you're done out here. And a lot of people didn't know where Cameroon was from because if they knew that Cameroon was in Africa as well, then do you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. Long story short, she used to tell people that we were a quarter Cameroon. So um, uh, when she left the school, so some of the people still stayed, um, their siblings or whatever still stayed. And one day, one girl was like, "Oh yeah, like no wonder your hair's like that, um, Abigail, because uh, Penny told me that you were a quarter Cameroon." I was thinking, but with me, I never lied about where I was from. I was like, "No, we're just Nigerian." And I kept, oh. I kept saying it. I kept saying it. Kept... Then I got home. I was like, "Penny, there's this crazy girl I kept saying that we were a quarter Cameroon." She's like, oh, "Abigail, you spoiled it. You shouldn't have said that. You should, you should have gone with the lie." I was like. Yeah, but you didn't, even, you didn't even tell me that that's what we're doing here, sis. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it got to that point where uh, I think only later on, even, oh, even her husband. I mean, I'm spilling all your tea. Sorry, Penny. Even her husband, can you imagine, yeah? She had told him as well when they met when they were young. So she had told him that she was also a quarter to come in. And it was, and oh, it was, it was like, like, late, late, like when they're in their 20s, that like, he found out that she was really nice. <laughs> That is so funny. I was like, that is the ghetto. But I'm so happy that, like, my little sister is just so in tune with her, like, Nigerian-ness. And I'm just like, yeah, that's how it should be. And I wish we had that. I wish Afrobeats and all these other things that are paving the way did that for us when we were younger. Yeah, Definitely. and even like I think even like having like an African name is kind of like cool. Like Joma, you know, people know yeah. the song and they know her name, so it's like yeah, it's popping. Imagine my I was afraid, ashamed to say my last name in school. Like it was just so long, so I just I shortened it down to um Samantha Tap. Even now on social media, my name is Samantha Allen because listen, I don't have time for long <laughs> African last name, and Allen is my dad's name. So I just said, you know what, I just take my dad's name, put it there, boom, it sounds nice. And I sound white. Can you imagine? It's mm-hmm. so sad. This is all part of self-hate that we that we just don't even really discuss because maybe we feel ashamed or maybe we feel hurt. I feel, well, who do we feel hurt by? Because it's like, who's done this to us? I feel like it stems back all the way. Like, this is deep. This is, yeah. and when I see people on Twitter just making it a surface level debate, it's not. This it's stems not. back all the way to colonialism. Mm-hmm. When the white man came to Africa, they divided Africans, like, they just divided us completely. So already we're against each other. And then now we have different complexions. Mm-hmm. It just caused a lot of divide in our community. And I feel like we need to heal and come together because Africa, it's too divided for such a strong 
huge continent we need to be more united we can't be fighting each other like this it's not yeah. okay and it takes a lot of education so i remember you know obviously a lot of jamaican people have um english surnames mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. all had african surnames so i remember when we were younger we we're like oh my god like loki you're jealous like oh why is it my surname johnson or richard or whatever now yeah. when you realize that it's because it was their slave master who wants that I don't. Thank I'm you. Of my surname, I you know don't. Do you know what I mean? Please. But it takes a lot of education to to <laughs> know that if, if you really want to be jealous of of you know being called Richardson, then hear why he's called Richardson. Hear how yep. his great 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 grandmother got wrecked by the slave master. Do you know what I mean? Like things like yep. that. It's just oh, it's crazy. That is so terrible. Like, honestly, when I was younger, too, I wanted to have, you know, a super, you know, that's why even today, some people call me Lola and all that. But, you know, my name is Segi Lola. (laughs) (laughs) You get what I mean? But now I'm in love with my name. Like, even when I got this new job, I introduced myself as um, Segi Lola, but they still call me Lola. But anyway, that's another discussion for another day. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, definitely, like, I'm, I'm like, I now want to give my children super African names. Definitely. I love that. Yeah. And I would never have thought that when I was younger. I've literally, I've already picked out my first child's name because I love, you know, I won't tell you because I don't want our listeners to steal the wow. name. Wow. <laughs> sorry, I don't want to share it. Listen, you know, my name is rare. My name is rare. How many Segulala have you met? Never, ever met. Actually, I've my, never met My one. name is very, very rare. So I want my ca- children's name to be that rare as well. So I cannot be giving it to you like this. But anyway, yeah, so now I've literally, I've gone to my granny who's like 90 years old and i've asked for like old african names and she's given me one i'm like this is the name i'm gonna call you may not be able to say it but this is a name i'm gonna give my child oh i love that (laughs) that is the cutest thing i think you've ever said so be proud because you've never said anything cuter than that (laughs) you are what a bitch You never say anything. Let's just now house. start praying for the husband. That's the next step to make the baby, to name the baby. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you on the market. I hate you guys. Oh. For me personally, I was going to say, I think um, T-Boy, John Jealousy's wife, was on Instagram a few weeks. I think it was last week. And she was just saying she cut her hair. And she just went into talking about why she started using relaxer as a young girl. And how she hated it. And how she never wants to use relaxer on her daughter's hair. And I, that's the day I decided, you know what? That is so true. When I had the big chop, I didn't really think that deep into it. But like now seeing all this drama, it's made me realize that I want my daughters to grow up loving their afros. We will cut, we will struggle, we'll cry until we blow out that hair. Yeah. But you're not relaxing your hair. That's a no, no, no relaxer. You're going to rock the afro because that's what God gave you. He didn't give you straight hair like Becky because Becky's Caucasian and you're not. <laughs> you're not period. Like, honestly. Yeah. That's why I'm so glad my mom was so adamant not to perm my hair. Like none of us were allowed. She said she doesn't give a, a flying fuck if every single one of your friends has permed their hair. Even if they perm their vagina hair, she doesn't give a shit. We're not doing and she even went as far as saying that if you guys dare buy perm and do it behind my back, you will never come back into the house. I said, Well, that, well that's ridiculous, isn't it? Ridiculous. For a bit of perm, mom. <laughs> but I'm glad because, you know, I would never have wanted to have perm my hair now in hindsight. So yeah, I, I say that. Oh my god, I would not perm my child's hair, but Lord Jesus, if anyone knows me, knows that I'm a lazy motherfucker. 
I mean, you can take it to the hairdressers, Lola. You don't need to do it yourself if you doing hair oh, is not your thing. Okay, as as she can have her own hairstylist, it's good because she's just been brushing even my own hair. Remember, guys, I didn't cut my hair because I wanted to, you know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Tell them why. <laughs> Tell them why. I wanted to, Tell them why. Have an yourself. afro. I, I was in the shower one day and I got really sick and tired because I, my hair wasn't brush, I was brushing it was breaking the comb first comb broke second comb broke I don't know what entered me I just took a, uh, <laughs> a scissors and the girls know it I cut it so unevenly because I was that mad I just chopped everything off I was like fuck this shit guys <laughs> and yeah so that's how I call it so every time I was he was like yo yeah it's because you know black power when my afro knows because I got really sick and tired <laughs> I was too lazy to brush my hair one day but yeah I love it and I'm proud of my afro yes okay so guys before we end I just want someone everyone to go around and just say like one thing they would tell their younger self or their younger sister or their daughter about you know just being a black woman self-love and just accepting who you are like what advice would you give somebody just like one short line Oh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. Um, oh, I'm really bad at these. What would I tell my younger self? Number one, you don't need to be having two plates of pounded. Yeah, because <laughs> Lola, I, I don't know. Really, 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 no, really. That's something I really want to tell myself. Because then you grow up, and then from there on, you've eaten three plates for me, and then you become a fancy bum bum. <laughs> I actually have no words. <laughs> Why can you never say something sweet and sentimental, please? Like I have no words. Bloody hell! <laughs> You've grown up. You have three plates. You have four plates. <laughs> no, really, no, really. So from a small age, let your stomach inside be small. Let the bag of your stomach be small. Not every day four plates of pounded yam. You know what I mean? Because you regret it when you're twenty-five. Because to run one for run one hour for one pa- uh, plate of pounded yam is really hard. <laughs> Secondly, uh, if I want to be serious or you know sentimental, I just say just love yourself, man. It doesn't matter. Even though I talked about the pounded yam now, your body shape. <laughs> I, guys, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be deep. No, you're really deep, not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, stop it. Just love your love yourself. Like honestly, all the times that you think, oh, I'm not good enough, I look weird, I'm different. Just embrace the weird and the crazy that you are and embrace your, you know. You love to eat. That's fine. <laughs> Why are you talking about food? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Your skin is dark. That's fine. People say that you look like Baba Sue. That's fine. <laughs> what? Please. We need to show them a picture of Baba Sue. Sam, have you seen Baba Sue? No. Okay, I'm gonna end it here. But yeah, just love your babasue self. Oh good. You should have never gone first. <laughs> As I okay, said, I just googled him, first. guys. You are so mean. <laughs> Layla, there's the naughty step right she now. Has to go, to be honest. No, honestly, I'm just honestly what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> say you just really love Abby, stop it. So you just really love your skin color and love the woman that you are because you're going to turn out to be an amazing, funny, and chatty woman who likes to eat pounded. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Abby, you know what? Let us stop. Abby, you're dead. 
I cannot. <laughs> anyway, on to serious matters. I'm I'm gonna implement the same thing I do with my nephew right now. So like anytime I see him, I always remind him that he's handsome. I always make sure I make a big deal about his cleverness and you know just making sure that he knows that everything he's doing that's right is just the most amazing thing in the world so I'm gonna continue that with my children when I do have children I'm gonna make sure that anytime I change their hair anytime they wake up in the morning anytime they brush their teeth just anything any little master they do I'm gonna praise them and make sure that they feel that kind of praise because I'm I'm assuming that that's the only way they're going to learn yeah. to love themselves. I'm going to make sure I com- complete. I'm so extra with Zion to the point where even sometimes like, oh, Auntie Ab, stop. I'm like, okay, well, I just want you to know that you look yeah. very handsome, okay? So it's yeah. just like he keeps on hearing, you know, so the more they hear that, the more they're going to love themselves. So that's just my plan. Hope it works. Yeah, me too. And I think for me, I would just, I don't know, what I would do or say is that you're beautiful and I would try and showed them more representations that look like us like mm. when abby when you and um penny and um choma wrote that book i was so happy and just that wave of black authors oh, so from a young you. age we're in bed reading stories with black um characters and watching movies with black princesses who don't have straight hair but they have like curly afros just trying to surround them with as many representations of people who look like them so yeah. that they can see oh okay if you know zion is recycling and zion looks like me then you know that's nice and attractive if you're in a book clearly yeah so yeah that's what i think i would do i love that but yeah so oh, that was cute i mean some of us took this very seriously and i hope you guys learned something others we all gave very serious answers yeah. um, so, some others, more than others yeah so yeah guys thank you for listening and we just want to hear your thoughts on colorism do you agree with us were we off did we miss the point if we missed the point please let us know what you guys think so we can really just discuss this matter because it's something that's very important and it's something that's been going on for a long time but i i feel like people are just sweeping under the rug mm-hmm. and missing the point so yeah let's have open constructive discussions as a community i think that's very very important Mm -hmm. that's the key indeed thank you for listening guys thank you follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at what the fuck is going on we love you guys Bye. Bye. bye